0: So, ideally, anyone who's listening to this episode has done so after hearing the Top 10 Artists of June episode. If you're listening to this one first, then I I guess that's fine, but I do encourage everyone to get to that episode first, just for chronological purposes. Anyway, we are somehow halfway through 2021, and there are a fuck ton of albums and EPs and singles that can already be factored into year-end awards stuff. And I'll get to the year-end awards in a little bit, but for now, I just want to look back briefly on the second quarter of the year in music, since I had an episode like this for the first quarter. This was also the quarter where I attempted to integrate weekly podcast episodes into my schedule. And I had said initially that I would keep up that format until I couldn't, and for the last couple of weeks, Pushing through everything in my personal life for the sake of a podcast was something beyond my abilities. And so the podcast did take a hit, but I do want to get it back on track now. Ideally, that would mean restarting next week and then continuing on every week thereafter. But I do intend on changing the layout of episodes because I know that what I've been doing is very, very, very reminiscent of what the state of the scene have been doing for a long time, and I never wanted to just be a rip-off of them. And I also am aware that the episodes were incredibly long. Like, probably longer than what anyone would care to listen to, so I want to keep episodes relatively short and make the listening experience a lot easier to digest. I'm also toying with the idea of putting some lo-fi chill music in the background of every episode, just to give it more of a laid-back vibe. You know, I I want this show to be less formal and kind of just like a hangout session for all of us, and I wanted to stop following the format of talking about singles, and then EPs, and then albums. Like, what I think I want to do is just get straight into whatever interested me the most for that given week, and then just go from there in whatever way feels organic. So, but but you know, that's also something that I need to work on a little bit more, and I, I do intend on going about that. But. Anyway, let me get into the second quarter discussion. I thought the last three months were a lot more loaded than the first three months. Like, I was giving fucking 10 out of 10s and 5 out of 5s on a weekly basis on social media, and I thought every perfect score was warranted. I really enjoyed a lot of what I've listened to since April, and, you know, I remember getting on the first the first quarter recap episode and saying that, it would be hard to bet against holding absence. And I think that still rings true. I fully expect The Greatest Mistake of My Life to show up on a lot of top albums lists at the end of the year. But even then, there were so many other records that you know just completely took me aback and left lasting impressions on me. Albums from like Hail the Sun, Lilith Czar, Wither Away, Never Tell, Darko, Loveless, a- a Galleons, and then probably some others I'm forgetting. And, and EPs fucking bang as well, you know? I'm talking like The Devil Wears Prada, Poppy, Kenny Hoopla, if we're going to call that an EP. Uh, Mallory Run, Starletta. And then even some of the records that I didn't give perfect scores to, like Hampton and Waterparks. I was still amazed by the quality of those records. These were some major releases, and I go back to all of them constantly to this day. I'm not going to go into, you know, who actually had my favorite record of the quarter, just because I want to start being more secretive for that kind of stuff, but just know that every artist I just mentioned did something to convince me that they have arguments for year-end awards. As for things that I thought were lackluster this quarter, (laughs) you know, it's, it's funny because I remember during the first quarter episode, I said that the new Atreyu album was probably going to be some garbage. And yeah, yeah, it was some garbage. I thought it was such a mediocre release, and even the small bit of songs that I liked off of that, I haven't even gone back to. And that sucks because their last record was also not very good, but I do still listen to the title track and Anger Left Behind regularly. So yeah, I I, kind of hated that record. I thought Escape the Fates album was another miss, but I really didn't expect anything else from them. I know there were some mixed opinions out there about the new Beartooth record. I kind of liked it. Some of the songs weren't too exciting in my opinion, but the record at least has The Answer, which really might be one of my favorite Beartooth songs ever. And really, there's nothing else I can say about releases from the second quarter that I genuinely didn't like, because I was pretty high on almost everything that I heard. So now that the second quarter is over, what's happening in the third quarter? Or actually, a better question would be, what the fuck isn't happening in the third quarter? Because I look at my release calendar, and there are some absolute fucking units dropping over the next three months. The date that immediately stands out is September 17th, because that's the day that Spiritbox Don Broco and Idola all release albums. Spiritbox and Don Broco, as far as I'm concerned, very well could end up having the two best records of the entire year. I- I'm not even going to try to pretend that I believe otherwise. Don Broco is a proven entity, they are one of the most talented bands in the world, and Spiritbox have built the kind of buzz for a debut album that's pretty much once in a lifetime, I think. And then Idola kind of got fucked over by having September 17th be their release date. I don't know why Rise Records did that, considering this is the same label that has Spirit Box, but it's what's happening, so all we can just do is support Idola and give them their spotlight. July is also really stacked because of projects from acts like Born of Osiris, Jaden, Billie Eilish, Capstan, Willow, Against the Current, Lorna Shore, Lotus Eater, and then the fucking record that I thought would never actually happen, Chunk No Captain Chunk. August has, at least from what I can see, Caskets, Slaughter to Prevail, Trash Boat, Churches, and Lil Lotus, among some others that I might be forgetting or I just didn't write down. And then who knows what we'll hear when it comes to the singles. Like, we're still waiting for news regarding... We Came as Romans, Thousand Below, Crown the Empire, Silent Planet, Miss May I, The Plot and You, and a bunch of other acts, so the next three months can really be some of the most remarkable in recent memory in the scene, and that makes total sense given that it feels like society is starting its shift back into a relatively normal state compared to what it's been in since last March. Before I get off of this episode, I do want to quickly talk about year-end awards because I did mention them earlier. There will be some festivities happening on this show in December, but not in the same way that some other music outlets have. There are only going to be two awards, Song of the Year and Record of the Year. Record of the Year encompasses any sort of a layered release, so albums, EPs, mixtapes, you know, all that shit, that's all factored into what I consider to be records. So I won't be doing separate lists for albums and EPs. They're all going to be on one list because I don't want there to be a scenario where I'm like, oh, this was my album of the year, but I liked my EP of the year more or vice versa. I want just one definitive list for records, and that's going to be a top 50 list. The song of the year list is kind of interesting because I've secretly been building it in front of everyone this whole time. That's going to be a top 100 list, and some of the spots are already filled. I don't know how many people listening to this follow me on social media, but every weekend I do something called Scenic Overlook, and that's where I rank my 10 favorite songs of the week. Every number one song in Scenic Overlook gets automatic entry into the top 100 songs of the year list. So uh, there have been 24 weeks of that, meaning that there are 24 songs already locked into the list, and I'm gonna go ahead and read them off. So again, the following songs are guaranteed to make it into my top 100 songs of the year list in December. Obsolete by A Mice and Men, Different by Maggie Lineman, Slide by Chase Atlantic, Afterglow by Hunter Oliveri, Wasting Time by Teenage Wrist. Bury Me Alive by Normandy. Anchor by Of Mice and Men. Can You Feel My Heart Remix by Bring Me the Horizon and Jerus Johnson. Weapon by Against the Current. Eat by Poppy. I Wish by Stepson. Count On Me by Brockhampton. Scion by Windrunner. Drugs and Love by Holding Absence. Holy Water by Tillian. Circle With Me by Spiritbox. Overdrive by Breathe Atlantis. Bitter by Chunk, No Captain Chunk. Shades of Us by Capstan. Midnight by Creeper. Burn by Cherry Amore. Supervillain by Between You and Me. A Spoonful of Cinnamon by Travi McCoy. And Unity by Midgar. Those 24 songs will be in the top 100 list as well as every other song that ranks first in Scenic Overlook every week. And this is going to continue until December 3rd, which I've decided is the cutoff date for both the Song of the Year and Record of the Year lists. The plan as of now is to have one week in December for the Song of the Year list, so like, that week, on Monday through Friday, There would be a new episode every day that ranks all 100 songs in portions of 20. And then the following week, the same thing would happen with the top 50 records, but in portions of 10 every day. I I hope that makes sense to y'all. So, yeah, that's pretty much everything for the second quarter. And now that I've made it known what I intend on doing for year-end stuff in December, um, I'm just going to go ahead and... uh, Go ahead and say farewell to this episode. Let's get to that point in December safely and smoothly. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And as always, for better or worse, let's make a scene.